0: You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 283. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists Confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. I had this great question come up in our expansive artist community and I wanted to bring it to you here at the podcast because very often when we are getting started on this journey, we forget about the getting started steps and in fairness, mentors, sometimes we get so far ahead that we also forget to highlight the very specific starting steps. And so I wanted to talk to you about that today. The question was, if I'm getting started today, like literally have nothing, right? I have no website, no social media, I haven't started an email list. Where do I put my attention? Do I put my attention on getting the website up? Do I start with social media? I know emailing is important. How do I do all of that? Do I need to do all of that at the same time? And if not, well, obviously, I can only do one thing at a time, right? So where do you start? And I thought this is such a smart question, first of all, because when you have the opportunity to work with a mentor who has the kind of experience like I do, who's seen this online space basically develop over the last 20 years, it's great to ask them what they would do now if they were starting out. Because that's the whole point, right? Of having a mentor. You don't need to spend the 10 years it took for me to figure that out. You don't need to be joining every social media platform to begin understanding how those best work, how they are efficient, and how they are your key to really starting to connect with your people. There can be so many different ways that you are out there in the world, that you're sharing your work, but the foundations of how you do that, those don't ever change because it's about human connection, right? But before we get to that, I want to share a couple of quick episodes with you over these next few weeks because we are going to be preparing for our planning, workshop, and coaching week that is coming up in the next few weeks. So stay tuned and be sure to be on the Creative Thursday email list because I'll be sending you the invite to join us first and I will also share where and when you can join us here on the podcast as well because I'm opening up Artful Selling this fall because as I may have shared One of the hard lessons I learned is that I would do my holiday sales planning. Actually, it was non-existent. I would start gearing up for it maybe right at Thanksgiving, maybe December 1st. And so I want to help you avoid that stress, pressure, and most importantly, maximize this season. I heard a report today that highlighted this one statistic that online sales are expected to grow 13% just this year. So they're growing every year. The opportunity to sell online certainly had a huge jump just through the pandemic and more people Being forced basically to shop online changed this landscape. So, even though there's fear, talk of recession, inflation, there are still predictions that it will be a strong online sales season and a holiday shopping season. And so, do you want to get ready for it? And if so, are you just starting out on this journey? And then this is specifically for you. If you've already started, it's also helpful for you because it might help you to determine where you're gonna put your energy and focus next and the steps that really make a difference in terms of how you can begin to efficiently build and sort of stack tasks on top of that very solid foundation that I encourage you to build Not only as an artist in business, but all business owners. So, if I were starting today, what I would do first, and there are a couple of preliminary steps that I'm not going to go into in this particular episode. We either have talked about it or we will talk about it again, but you want to have a regular creative practice. You don't have to have everything figured out about what art you are going to lead with in terms of selling and finding your collectors, or you may have already established that. If you haven't, you're going to have that creative practice. So step one is to have a creative practice, a regular consistent creative practice established so that you either have found your artistic voice or you are well on your way to finding your artistic voice. If you already have found it, then as a side note, under step one, you want to get clear on who your ideal collector is. Who's going to be buying this art that you love making and that you are ready to share and sell to your collectors who are waiting for you? Who are they? Number two is to. Start with your social media. I know there are a lot of choices, so let me make it real simple for you. At this time, there are very seismic shifts happening in how Instagram is going to be sharing content. If you haven't heard, it's all video all the time. So the platform that many of us started on over 10 years ago Was basically a photo. It was an Instagram. It was like taking a Polaroid and it was posting photos. I remember back in the day, it was posting photos from Twitter to Instagram. That's how I first got started with it. And it was a beautiful place to share photos. And it still is because if someone visits your profile, they'll still see what can be considered a really nice gallery space. However, You won't be getting any traction with Instagram unless you are making videos and posting them to Reels, although I believe the most recent update is that any video on Instagram now will be considered a Reel. So posting video in general, that's where you're going to begin to have traction. For those collectors, that you will either be clear on who they are already, or you will get clear because one of the ways that you A, develop your artistic voice, and B, find your collectors is by beginning to share. And where do you begin to share? You share that in social media. You share that in social media. So, my recommendation is Instagram as an artist, but there are Two important points I want to make here. Pick where you feel the most enthusiastic about showing up. Also, if you're just beginning, pick where it's the easiest for you to be in contact with people already. Maybe for you, that's Facebook. If you're not aware, Facebook owns Instagram. It's all Meta, M-E-T-A is their company. And so you can really work both of those together nicely. But then the other point that I have to make here as well is that if I were starting today, I would definitely have an Instagram account and I would most definitely put a lot of energy into TikTok. And I'm officially on TikTok now at Marisa Ann Cummings. And I'm just getting started over there. I had started in the pandemic, and I walked away from it because of all the things. Because of exactly what I'm telling you here, for me, my audience is on Instagram, and so that's easier. I could put put less. Uh, well, I could. I didn't need to allocate as much energy to stay connected to people who already collect my work and or students or members of mine. But now that I have support, I have the energy that I can put towards TikTok. So I am there. As I learn more, I'll be happy to share with you. But I think there's a huge opportunity right now to be on that platform. The best quick guidance I can give you about it is just to get on it and start searching for the kind of art, content, so to speak, that you would like to offer and get to know the platform by researching directly on the platform. It is very different than Instagram. And it just has a completely different feeling and vibe and approach to creating content. And this I do know from experience. I think I just bumped my microphone. Sorry about that. I do know from experience because I've been testing different types of content there, because I'm excited to begin sharing with you what I've what I've learned and what I'm learning as soon as I can. So just to recap, number one is to have that consistent creative practice, which will A, help you find and develop your artistic voice, which will then help you get clear on your ideal collector who's going to purchase your work. Number two would be to pick a social media platform that feels the easiest to you, that you feel the most enthusiastic about. If you want to get traction fast, then just pick TikTok, honestly. And if you want to have a presence as an artist, I still, at this moment, always have the right to change my mind and the landscape changes all the time as I've shared many times on the podcast, I still think Instagram is a great place for artists because it does have somewhat of a portfolio. But that is definitely shifting, but it's still the best place for now. And then the next step, number three, would be to have what's called an opt-in. And I've decided... To solely call it an opt-in because uh, I've I've started catching wind of the fact that there are artists using traditional marketing strategies to teach other artists how to get collectors onto their email list. Let me just give it to you real straight: not all marketing strategies are created for an artist. So please don't learn from a lot of marketers and then go apply that by giving everybody a bunch of freebies and or upsells or downsells. When you're a good artist, you have quality work that stands out. You don't need any of that your collectors are going to want to be a part of your world and it is your job to introduce yourself and your work and to invite them into your world and to share your world in such a way that is inspiring for them and inspiring for you as well and when you do that you don't have to use a gimmick You can get creative if you would like to offer someone a gift. You can absolutely do that. Certainly, I do that as an educator. You can go and get the Successful Artist Plan mini course. If you want to get it, if you haven't yet, it's at the Successful Artists Pluralplan.com. And I do have a free mini course for you, but that is not connected to my art. And I never gave anything away, quote unquote, for free with my art because I had art that people wanted to collect. They wanted to be a part of my creative journey. And for me, I talk about this often. It was really the practice of daily painting that started to grow my list because I always sent the newest painting to my collector list first, developed my voice, started selling my work. That is how Creative Thursday was originally built. And I believe and know that that strategy still works. So be very wary if you feel like you have to do a lot of things and really, you know, um gosh, pressure, pressure people, oversell people on joining your artist email list. As an artist, my favorite email lists to join are from other artists because I love collecting their work. I love the creativity that goes into it. This is our strength. This is our strength. We already get to set ourselves apart because we are an artist. We don't need a gimmick. Maybe someone who's just a personal brand until someone gets to know them, they might need to be giving something away. And let me just say for the record, there's gimmicks and there's also genuinely wanting to help and genuinely gifting somebody something, right? And that Coming from that place is very different than, let me create this thing so someone will sign up to my list. It's more like, how can I make a difference in this world? How can I share my art and what I create and my gifts in a way that's going to connect with someone that's going to help them just have a better day? It's pretty simple, right? Make them feel a little less alone in the world. Make them feel seen, supported, inspired. And so I will call it an opt-in, not a freebie, not a funnel, not a lead magnet. I'm going to call it an opt-in because someone is opting into your email list. And then you would say, what do I need to do to create an opt-in? And I will tell you that my current favorite email marketing platform is Flowdesk. I will put a partner link of mine into the show notes. If you want to try it using my link, you can get a free trial, which is always recommended. And the majority of tools always offer that to you because you really got to see if it's a software, a tool that you want to use all the time. I'm in Flowdesk almost every single day and I love it. And this is coming from someone who, has worked in about four different email programs over the years and has been sending email before it was the fashionable thing to do, before before everyone was telling you to have an email marketing list, I just, I had to because I didn't have Instagram. There weren't social media platforms for me to use at that time. And I just automatically knew that this was a great way to stay in contact with people who are interested in in being on the journey with me. And it still is, it's amazing. It still is the best way to stay in contact with people consistently who are genuinely interested in being a part of your world. And Flowdesk is, I think, one of the most beautiful platforms. It's also, I believe it's also women-owned. It was created specifically with beauty efficiency, sophistication in mind. So it's not only beautiful to use, which makes writing emails so much more fun, It is also a very good tool and they're continually making improvements. So if you decide to stay on my partner link, then you will also get half off for the entire year. And this is breaking news. Today, I just received an email from them as one of their early beta testers users that they are also uh, adding a shopping cart and a landing page or and/or sales pages to their offerings, which is pretty incredible, which will bring me back to why this is such a powerful tool for you to use for your opt-in. Because you can create, currently, you can create a page on the web. You do not need to have your domain name yet. You will create a page on Flowdesk. You will put that link in your Instagram bio. And that's where you can invite people to join your list. You don't need a shop yet. You don't need a website yet. Obviously, if you are going all in on this, you're in for the long game, of course, you're going to want your own website. But most importantly, you want to add people who are interested in what you do. To your email list. If you're on a place like Etsy, you're selling under another marketplace, don't put that link in there. Put your email link in there in your Instagram bio because you don't want to just be sending people to this whole other website. Either have your own website in your Instagram bio or have an opt-in link. Ideally, your opt-in link. So you don't even need to have the website yet. You can get Flowdesk. You can put that up there. And now they're evolving to have even more sophisticated pages that will be coming. So you could technically even like book a commission without having a website. It's pretty fantastic because they also have a shopping cart that they're attaching. It's not fully rolled out yet. It's just starting. I'm definitely going to test it out and see how it feels and works for me. And certainly I'll be happy to report back, but it's so great. Right now, though, you can have an opt-in. And one of the reasons that you would ideally have Instagram and TikTok is because you cannot add any link to TikTok until you hit a thousand followers, which is going to go a lot faster for you if you're consistent there, at least at this stage, it may look different in a month or a few months from now than on Instagram. On Instagram, you already will have that link in bio and you can link your Instagram to your TikTok though. So if someone wants to know more about you, they can click on Instagram and then go to your link until you hit a thousand followers, at which point you can add a link into. TikTok. Got it? Cool. Are you with me? That's what I want to share with you today. So if you are starting, you will have a consistent creative practice, one. Two, you will choose your social media platform or two, if possible, of choice. Three, you will have an opt-in to begin collecting your emails. And that's where I would start. And you also want to have the consistent creative practice. You want to have the consistent posting to social practice. And you want to have a consistent recording of your creative practice. A couple of little bonus suggestions in there within those three categories. And we will continue this conversation in our next episode Let me know if this is helpful for you and I can't wait to see you to come work on some prep and planning and come coach with me in a few weeks. So until then, thank you for listening. Oh, I almost forgot that I will be coaching over on Instagram next Thursday. I was just looking at the calendar. Hello, August. Next Thursday, August 11th at 10 a.m. And I'm planning to also coach as well on Thursday, August 18th at 10 a.m. So I'll see you over on Instagram. And until then, thanks so much for listening. We've got a lot of fun events coming up and ideas and plans to help you get focused to get clear on your next steps, to really lean into what is expected to be a wonderful holiday sales season. Promise me we're sticking together on this. Don't let fear sideswipe you. Don't overlisten to the media. Stay with me. Stay with me. It's going to be fine. And you want to get ready now. All right. Until next time.